Welcome to the Sacred Fame Podcast. I'm Kasha Rashval. I'm so excited that you're here. I thought we could dive into the topic of ancestral healing. Now, ancestral healing has a lot of different perspectives, and I will be sharing one of them because a lot of my clients, especially this year, have been dealing with uh, stuff coming up around their families, their families of origin, sometimes families that have chosen to be together. There is a lot happening in the world energetically. And of course, there's a lot happening within each of us as a result, so that this topic just seems to be coming up for everybody. Now, I don't have all the answers. I work with the Akashic Records. I work with numerology and advanced numerology. And so I can look at things energetically. I can ask my guides in the Akashic Records, my record keepers to give me perspective. And that's what I've been doing. And as my clients and I tap into their wisdom in the Akashic Records, I've been, I've noticed some trends around the information that I receive. So again, this isn't the perspective, it's a perspective. And I would love to just have a discussion on that because uh, perhaps it'll help you. And then at the end of the podcast, I will, sh- I will share with you a workshop that I have coming up at uh, the end of October so that we can clear some of these ancestral, uh, well, I'm going to say baggage, <laughs> some of these ancestral black bags that many of us have been dragging around for generations and you know, see what happens when we only receive love from our ancestors instead of some of the obligation energy or some of the, mm, well, baggage is kind of a really good catch-all term. So let's just leave it at that. Okay, so let's look at the energy of the last couple of years. Through the lens of numerology that I study, this year, 2021, is influenced by the number five. Now five is a number that is a number of change. It loves change. It loves to play. And so when we look at the world, a lot has changed both in the right direction. And and perhaps we could say in the direction that not all of us uh, stand behind. So when you think about your own personal life over the last year, have you experienced a lot of change within yourself and within your family? You know, this could be the way that you approach relationships and what's important to you. When you think about your right as a human being in whatever country you live in, has that idea of your personal rights and freedoms become even more important to you than it was before? Is it something that has been now because of what's happening on the forefront of your mind, no matter which side or which... uh, which perspective of what's happening you take, I bet you this idea of what's important to you in terms of your rights and freedoms has been on the forefront. I'm trying to be politically correct. I, you know, it's, (laughs) it's an interesting conversation, isn't it? 2020 was influenced by the number four and number four fundamentally is this frequency of stability and building and foundational energy. And so when we think about the foundations that our, especially our Western society has been built on, I live in Canada and so that's the perspective I'm taking. Well, not all of those pieces of our foundation were very conducive to freedom for everybody, for inclusion for everybody. 
right? There was a lot of skewed uh, energy going on where certain groups of people had more privilege, had more access to wealth, health, all kinds of things than others. And of course, not all of that got um, figured out in 2020, but a lot of it came to light. And you no, know, again, I'm not saying that it came to light for uh, for the whole world, but it came to light for many of us who were not aware of all the issues that were happening in our world. You know, I, I immigrated to Canada with my family as a young uh, child. I've been here 35 years now, and I came from Poland. And some of the issues that are coming up into my consciousness here in North America were not issues that were at the forefront in my country of origin. And so as these things came to the surface and as our foundation as a society got really shaken up, I became aware of issues that I hadn't been aware of before. And I wonder, did that happen for you as well? So we went from, and of course, we can go back, you know, through the years, through looking at the numerology. But I think the, the last couple of years, 2020, 2021, are just the most significant for where we're going next, at least immediately with respect to this ancestral healing perspective. So 2020 was a year four. Our foundation got massively shaken up absolutely shaken up for all of us. None of us were immune. We had to take a look at uh, things happening in our society, you know, things happening in ourselves. We had to. And if we didn't, well, gosh, <laughs> I don't know how you could escape it. Then 2021 came and we're still in it. This year of change, uh, definitely different perspectives clashing, voices being shut down, other voices being elevated and everything in between. It's been a really tough few years for everybody. I don't think anyone has escaped walking this, you know, without bumps and bruises. And so 2021 isn't over. We're still in the influence of that change energy. What is it driving us towards? Well, again, many different perspectives, but if you look at it from the perspective of ascension, this concept of ascension where we're raising in frequency, all of us, including planet Earth, all the stuff that had been swept under the proverbial rug for millennia, for, for decades, for centuries, it had to come out. It had to somehow. And often, what I've found through my own experience in life is we learn best when we learn the hard way, right? When we have a shakeup. When we have a dark night of the soul, because then we're start, then we really pay attention. If things are easy flowing, we don't always pay attention to what's happening. So, 2021 is not done. It is it is inviting us to look at um, what we want. If we're if we have to change, because that is the one constant in the universe is change. What are we changing towards? Who are we becoming? And of course, yes, you know, we can look at society at large and say, oh, yeah, it'd be great to be more loving and all that stuff and, and to be more inclusive and, and have more resources available to everyone. However, it's really hard to change a whole society. It's a lot easier to change ourselves. That's where we have to start. It is always an inside job. And so let me ask that question again. What are you changing into? Have you asked yourself those questions? Because I certainly have been asking myself these questions. 
both in my family, in my work, where I want my business to go, the friendships that I have, the people that are important to me, the ideas that are important to me, the things that really matter, all of those things are on the table for me. And I'm wondering, are they on the table for you? The more that certain groups of people try to assert power and assert dominance and assert a certain idea or set of ideas, the more aware we must be of what's really important and how we're going to move forward with that as individuals. So 2022 is a year six, meaning it's influenced by the energy of six. And six is a very loving, uh, harmonious energy, fundamentally. However, energy is a spectrum. (laughs) And so just like year four showed us where our foundations were cracked and not stable, and year five is showing us, all of us, where change needs to happen the most, the six energy is going to show us where there's a lot of disharmony so that we can then move towards harmony. Six is also an energy of legacy, legacy, harmony, love. And so where where does that fit into your life? Legacy to me has this, this connotation of vision and what do I want my life to represent as a whole? So it's a big idea, but again, how do you build a legacy? You build it one piece at a time. And so this is why I love numerology because it shows us the patterns and the sequences that repeat. We go from year one to nine and then one to nine and then one to nine. And so every nine years, we have this beautiful opportunity to take a look at all these patterns and decide, okay, do we want to repeat them or do we not want to repeat them? Do we want to implement something else? And again, it's easiest to start with ourselves. And so if you think about your legacy and what is important to you as far as having harmony in your life, does that create a desire in you or an awareness in you to move in a different direction or to make some different decisions, perhaps have some conversations that you need to have or that you haven't been that you've been afraid to have, put up some boundaries or say yes more or say no more. All of those things are on the table. And so where does ancestral healing fit into all of this? Well, if we look at history, and this is, I'm just going to read from my Akashic records here, the the message that I received around this, because it just so succinctly uh, summarized this. The Akashic records said that What used to define where you went was where you came from. So historically, if we look at, you know, any sort of caste system or social class system, and of course, those do still exist in parts of the world and and even to some degree uh, in our Western culture, but it's not as, as acute or as, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not as prevalent as it used to be. For example, if your family was aristocratic, then you had different opportunities than if your family came from a lineage of farmers, let's say, or blacksmithing, let's say, or farrier, right? If your forefather was a tradesperson back in the day, then chances are that's what you would end up doing is becoming a tradesperson. 
following in the footsteps of your father, especially for the men. Women, you know, don't even get me started, right, on how the feminine has been uh, squashed over the millennia and the centuries. And so there were rules and boundaries around what a person could achieve based on their family lineage. Now, today in our Western culture, that is no longer the case, not always. For the most part, many of us have the freedom to choose what we want to do, who we want to be. And this is what we need to clear is those old programs from obligation to family legacy or to family lineage, because they still exist. What the Akashic Records also said was that our ancestors live in our body through our DNA and through frequency in our energy field. Now, if we look at the science of epigenetics at its fundamental, uh, you know, this isn't a science lecture, but fundamentally the science of epigenetics means that uh, what it talks about is that we receive certain traits from our ancestors and, and those are coded in our DNA. And then we have, um, we are influenced by those traits. However, it's the environment in which we live that has the most influence. And that, that means both our external environment and our internal environment. And so just because one of your ancestors, your, your mother, grandmother, whoever you're you know, in, down in your lineage had a certain trait does not mean that you have to have it. Or if they had a certain fear encoded or a certain uh, program of limitation does not mean that you have to continue with it. So there are ways that we can do healing work and create change in our internal environment so that those programs that our ancestors had no longer apply to us. And there's no one way to do it. But through the Akashic Records, through some of the work I do, I've, I have discovered a way to do it. And that's what I love to do with my clients is help them clear not only their records, energetically, the, the, the frequency through which my clients live their life, but also their body through the energy kinesiology work I do. And so if you look at that as a whole, where do you come from? What is your family legacy? Do you agree with everything that your family has done or have, the way they have treated you, the way they show up for you, for each other? Is there stuff in your family that you would like to heal. And again, you can't force people. You can't want it more for your family than, than they want it for themselves. I'm talking about you and me indiv as individuals. Is there something that, that you feel like you are being still influenced by from your family that wants to come up to the surface, that wants to change so that as you step into the next year, you can step into more harmony, more love, more of your own legacy in this world. Not the, the not being in the shadow, so to speak, or in the influence of the legacy of your family. Now, this, you know, that I'm not saying that family is a bad thing. It's not. And there is a lot of beauty in every family and a lot of love. Absolutely. There's again, it's a spectrum. But if there is something in you that wants to heal and wants to step into more potential because, you know, even even if your family was amazing, there's probably stuff. 
there's disagreements, there's ways that perhaps some of your family members are that you don't agree with. Or your family is such that you have a lot of stuff, <laughs> stuff being, of course, a very, you know, uh, scientific catch-all term for pain or shame or guilt or ways of looking at the world, lenses of looking at the world that don't fit who you are becoming, who we are all becoming. And so because this has been coming up for a lot of my clients, including myself, over the last couple of years, very much in a in-your-face way, ancestral pain and ancestral healing has been coming up for so many of us. I've been guided by my Akashic Records Keepers to create a workshop around this. And what we're going to do is do some healing work at the level of the frequency of the Akashic Records. The Akashic Records are like the vibrational archive of the universe. And we can work with very specific soul agreements in there to clean and clear them and close them so that our energy belongs to us instead of having all kinds of energy frequencies uh, meeting in our body, existing in our energy field, creating interference. And so if there are ancestors in your lineage that you would like to uh, disconnect from, disconnect from their stuff and reconnect through a lens of love so that you are only sending them love and they are only sending you love back. This is the workshop that where we will work on that. We will begin that process of being able to uh, engage forgiveness and engage that reconnection, clearing away some of the frequencies of interference of the pain, the shame, all of that. And what I can tell you is the more you reconnect to love, both towards your past and towards your future, and especially in your present, the more capacity you have to be yourself, to trust yourself, to be more confident in your choices and the decisions you make. And when you belong to yourself, when you are fully sovereign in your body, in your energy field, you're unstoppable, you're untouchable. You believe in your ability to create whatever you want. And of course, the more of us do that, the more of us trust ourselves, trust our into uh, our connection to our intuition and our highest wisdom and, and receive love and give love to our ancestors and to everyone around us, the more of us do that, the more light we hold and the more light there is. And so we participate in this ascension process that's happening. We, we participate more consciously. So I invite you to check out the workshop. All the links are down in the description of the podcast episode. And of course, I would love to hear from you. As always, I'm open to what is your perspective on this? Ancestral healing, like I said in the beginning, is a vast, vast topic. And this was just one perspective, one approach to it. And the more conversation we can have where different perspectives come together, the more conversation there is, the more learning there is, the more engagement there is, and the more each of us expand and grow. So I invite you to message me, comment, and of course, 
please subscribe to the podcast, subscribe, subscribe to the YouTube channel. I would love to spread this message and connect with more people. And I will see you next time.